There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasures. Hello. Well, welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watched Pitch Perfect, and right now there's a man outside my window with a speaker who's trying to sell three t-shirts. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell, and with me as always is the other host, Kai Bobby. <laughs> Jim, don't get mad at my side business. Uh, just because I want to sell teas and record this episode with you at the same time doesn't mean you should judge me. Yeah, th- thanks for selling your three t-shirts. I can't wait to see how they say all the names of the uh, Eagles who won the Super Bowl four years ago. Jim, look out your window. They all just say Jim on them. They say Kai. All right. <laughs> Let's bring in our guest. Uh, okay. we uh, Our special guest is A. Jack of all trades of Master of None. After leaving comedy to pursue a soul-crushing career in the service industry in September 2019, the pandemic reminded her that she could never truly leave her anything but lucrative pursuits in comedy. 2020 has found her pursuing endeavors and jobs as a comedic host, a stand-up comedian, a novice podcaster, and she is now learning the exciting trade of dog grooming. With an upbringing in improv, sketch, stand-up, and theater, she is ready to lend her talents and opinions to anyone, especially if they've never asked for them. It's Katie Hugo Dykes. And then we do that for an hour and a half and turn off the podcast. I was under the impression that this was a podcast where I could talk about my t-shirt business. So (laughs) I am very upset because I've got a lot of Jim and Kai t-shirts that I'm really trying to unload currently. Is it both of us just looking like we're wolves with like <laughs> fog and clouds in the or like the moon in the background? I want oh. the wolf tea, but with just us howling. <laughs> oh. oh, I can't howl. We have to it's harmonize, up. guys. We watched Pitch Perfect. Oh, I'll take I'll take the baritone. Oh, uh, I'll take the soprano. Got to declare I've been holding one, Kai. it for a while. Oh, I don't know what these things are. Um, I was... <laughs> There's I alto, baritone, and soprano. Which one was the the one that sounded like a bullfrog at the end of the That's movie? That's barit. That's baritone. But I'll do. You can take that one. I'll do alto. I don't even know how to do Especially that. I'll do soprano or as a wolf. <laughs> yeah, there could be a low tone wolf. They had nods oh. on the nodules on their Ooh. vocal cords. I sound like a whale. From finding. Finding Nemo. Wrong podcast. <laughs> You're just saying references. Ah, <laughs> uh, just yeah, finding Dory, guys. Right? <laughs> Dory the Explorer, guys. Am I right? What yeah, else yeah. Uh, 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 conquistadors, uh, ladies. <laughs> well, am I right? <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Taquitos is what I. I the only thing I can think of after conquistadors. I'm sorry. <laughs> I miss people saying uh, taquitos wrong. I I did work at a place that that often people say taquitos. And then my favorite was uh, someone asked for no jalapenos. Uh, Oh, no. But I mean, like, I don't know what's worse. Them not knowing how to say. I don't know what's worse. Them not knowing how to say jalapeno or them joking saying jalapeno. I think they were. I think they were probably kidding. I hope that they were kidding. I love a real prankster, you know, going like, watch this, guys. I'm really going to, really going to get this guy's goat. Hey, buddy, can I have the jalapenos? <laughs> Let me get some vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
<laughs> Case a deal with it. You're going to make me bring this up. I have to at some point anyways. Um, oh, no. At one point, the, that restaurant changed the term heart healthy, which was like, I forget what, like a certain number of calories. It was like guaranteed underneath. Um, and then eventually we changed it. And it <laughs> made it. It made it to the menu. We changed it to in the pink. Oh, what? No. Why? Uh, Why would it do it? Hear this. Hear this. Chef Carl. If you're listening. Uh, Chef Nic- Chef Carl is, uh, she's like the, the, the big chef for my old restaurant. And uh, she that was her thing. She had a pink chef coat because she's a lady. No. And ladies. No. <laughs> yeah, ladies no. were pink. So when anything was healthy, it was Chef Carl. Guaranteed it was healthy. It was, it was in the pink. It's healthy. Oh boy! Oh, in the vagina is not as healthy healthy as you think. There's like one or two things that go in there that are healthy, and even that's debatable. You know what? I'm feeling a little too healthy. Could I get two in the pink tonight? No. What did happen was people would be like, hey, "Yeah, no, yeah, no." They'd be like, "Hey, can I get two B two B and B salads?" Uh, but make sure those are both in the, the pink. Uh, the pink. I you heard me right. I said two of those in the pink. I want two in the pink, and also if you could drop it into the sink, I'd like one in the sink, please. Thanks. <sighs> so yeah, that was a that was a fun life that I experienced. I was just so disappointed. I I think I was a manager at the time. I just remember the having to redo the menus and just being so confused about how in the process we made it to actually make making it. And chef Carl just sitting there watching from behind, like slowly peering out from the chef doors going, I did it. I did it. My vagina agenda. That was surprisingly hard to say. My vagenda. Yeah, speaking Thank of you. a vagina agenda, <laughs> Katie, what? Thank you. Thank what is you. your relationship with the Pitch Perfect franchise? Wow. As uh, well, let me look at my vagenda. Um, my relation with Pitch Perfect, uh, I don't have a huge relationship with it, other than acapella gives me such secondhand embarrassment. Oh like, yeah, I can't watch people do it like. There was this, there was, my mom used to watch it. There was this show on like NBC. It was like The Sing-Off and it was an acapella show. And it was like acapella teams from around the country would compete to be, you know, the the acapella people. And it was uh, just watching it. I was just like, these people know they're on live TV, right? Like these people know this is being recorded. It's just like, I just felt so embarrassed because there's always like, at least one guy in the group who's just like really putting too much effort into it and like dancing really hard and like just you know really like I'm feeling it and like just moving his hands and dancing like too hard like what what happened to this guy that he was like fucking acapella is it and it's what I'm doing forever like the Andy the Andy from the office of the group is he exists in every group uh, so Kyle, if you're listening, please stop listening for the next five minutes. We're gonna shit on acapella real quick, and then just come right back. Um, Jim, why do you hate acapella? Because <laughs> it's oh, no. fucking stupid. Because it's a dumb. It's a dumb thing. I okay. <laughs> let me, okay, let me back up. It's so stupid. I am always genuinely impressed by people who do acapella. I'm always like, yes, you can hit all the notes, and you sound good doing it. And uh, good on you for being an accomplished singer. 
Uh, I've seen one good acapella act, and that was in 2009 when I saw some this really really nerdy group do a version of Poker Face. Uh, wow. I don't know if anyone has seen it. It's actually really really funny because they know exactly who they are. They're like, we are a bunch of stupid nerd guys, and it's funny that we're singing uh, a really sexy song, and we're going to do it in a really hilariously sexy way. And that's when, in my opinion, acapella peaked and should never have done that ever again. But for some reason, everyone was like, oh, let's just continue this joke for the next 39 years. No, I... Wait, there... Poker Face came out 39 years ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lady Gaga's Poker Face came out 39 years ago? Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's been Yeah, it's been a it's been a while. Uh Wait, can we just I want to I don't know, this might be a hot button question. Uh it's 2021. Can we just it's actually just a statement. Can we just admit is, that is is Biden in an a cappella group? No, yeah. no, no, no. It's it's tw- I hate the data episodes, guys. It's 2021. <laughs> you know, for those the what late- episode? Uh, I hate to date the episodes. Uh, oh, go ahead. But it it's is. 20. Like, take it out on a date and uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't like court, doing that. Court it. I was I like, edit- where is this? Where's this podcast? I really edit done? them. I introduce them to my mother, and then I break up with it right away. I'm fuck <laughs> this episode. Uh, and, it, and then you edit all their all their faces out of every picture. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just pictures of like screenshots of me and Jim from the podcast and that I then edit out. <laughs> and then you edit out pictures of audacity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no. All right. Controversial statement slash not controversial statement. Nerds are sexy. Can we just admit that nerds are sexy? Nerds are sexy right now. Am I wrong? Not, not these what nerds. A hot to- what a hot topic take of you. No? Am I wrong? Are nerds not sexy right now? Is that nerds not like a thing? sick. But I mean, like that's one of the, yeah, yeah. The nerds have nerds have always been sexy. I get it. Thank like, you, thank you. But that's yeah. the thing. Like, but the thing is, like, it's very much just like a, there was the trope of like revenge of the nerds, and then it was just like, mm. and then, and then just... it just came down to like almost like the hot topic esque shirts with like the sayings be like nerds are cool or I'm a nerd, and like at this point, I just like I also think that like embracing the terminology of like nerd and like geek is almost just like. I don't know. It's it it doesn't need to exist anymore. Like the fact of the matter is, if you were to describe people as like the fact that right now we are recording all of this shit on like four different electronic devices, when like mm-hmm. fifteen years ago, if we knew how to do this, people would be like, "Look at these nerds!" Like, right, in right. theory, we are all just nerds at this point because we like the fact that yeah. we are this like technology literate. Like, we're we're all nerds. There's no everyone's a nerd at this point. Like, it's just faux pas. You kind of actually brought up a thing for me, which is, I think I meant geek, and I do that sometimes, but that's the argument, right? That a geek it's, is quite it's different? It's the same. Okay. It's, yeah. it's the same. I hate when people are like, oh, no, I'm a nerd. I'm not a, a geek. Nerd. It's a like, geek. you know what makes me You know what makes me want to fucking punch you in the mouth is the fact that you distinguish between the two of those things. Are you, gonna only punch, kind of... are you gonna punch me in the mouth? <laughs> I'm gonna punch most geeks in the mouth. I will challenge any of you. I do this a lot, a but I'm challenging every geek to I will meet you in the parking lot of a 7 Eleven in New Haven, Connecticut. Do you have a letterman's jacket, you bully? Yeah, yeah. I've got my letterman's jacket. I just got done scoring the winning touchdown at the local football game. And I'm gonna beat up every nerd. You're gonna 
bring a locker because I'm shoving you in. You fucking Ner- bring, nerd. Bring your locker to the to the Seven <laughs> Eleven in New Haven, <laughs> Connecticut. You nerd. Cancel AV Club. Cancel Chess Club. Ch- cancel Acapella Club because I'm you gonna fucking. fucking I'm gonna nerd. fuck you up, and then I'm gonna bang your mom. I'm gonna sock a pell you in the face. But I mean, honestly, fuck incels, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Those nerds I hate, but everyone else is alright. That's <laughs> eh, a different kind of nerd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> alright, so acapella. I hear what you're saying. Kai, what's, your, <laughs> what's your controversial point, I, Kai? I hear yeah. what you're saying. But what I mean about the difference between nerds and geeks, in terms of, there seems to be like, fun. I know, I hear you. Isn't like the big bang theory that we like popularized whether we call them nerds or geeks we popularized being like into comic books and like Mm -hmm. into being that i don't know oh he's into star wars he's he's cute he's got his thing like i don't know what it is it's just nerd culture is all of a sudden like publicized it's like a thing now i always thought it was funny when people were like oh people who like star wars are nerds it's like it was the most popular movie mm. for like a couple years. What the fuck? Ev- literally everyone saw it. How are you a nerd if you like the most popular movie from 1977? It was so fucking cool. Like, like people saw that because think of all the like that'd be like, yeah. Do I like Transformers? Absolutely not. But of course I saw the movie because it was just like, holy yeah. shit, fighting robots. Yeah, I want to see that. Like. There's, I can't tell you how many check your brain at the door movies I've seen because they look fucking cool by no yeah. stretch of the imagination. Am I like, I can't sit here and tell you anything about Avengers, but have I seen all of them? Yeah, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. they're just fucking cool. And I'm, yeah. you know, like, I know there are people who like know it in and out and tight. Amazing. Love that for you. You found your thing that you love, but like you are making fun of people for liking something that is supposed to be likable. That's like being that guy that makes fun of people that like, likes pop music. It's short for popular. Of course people like it. Yeah. Pop music is, it, it's really fun. I like pop music a lot uh, I because I, the, the controversial statement. This is just yeah. going to be a, a, an entire Don't podcast do of us saying Don't do it, Jim. Don't do it. No, okay, let's Don't do it. Don't do it, Jim. <laughs> it's fine. I'll, I'll title it. I'll title it. I, yeah, it's fine. I don't care about the words of songs. There's tons of people who are like, oh, the song's yeah. stupid because the words are dumb. It's like, who gives the a lyrics. fuck? I listen <laughs> I listen to... <laughs> You're right. Are you all right? Yo, did you just have a pitch perfect... Do you have a pitch perfect moment right there? <laughs> Do you almost throw up? <laughs> In the middle of talking about pop music? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's just I listen to the sounds. The sound sounds good, and that's what I like. And that so I'm gonna listen to Ace of Bass, a great Ooh, song, which did. I don't like. The Pitch Perfect shits on that song so much. Which one was that? Yeah, uh, I saw, I saw Oh, that's who that is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really bad um, at music. We've learned that another from listening to this. Another controversial opinion: <laughs> Who let Adam Devine or Divine be fucking famous? Who's at, okay, oh the guy from Workaholics the Workaholics yeah guy. yeah I, I don't know who gave him the keys to what, his fucking career but I want to slap that person in the face so yeah but that person doesn't that. deserve to have keys yeah. yeah 2012 to 2016 for some reason everyone was like Adam Vine next uh, next step in comedy let's put him in everything he's the next Jim Carrey Chris Farley Jack Black he's he's so like he was what 
he like he was a huge demographic for Comedy Central. They're like, this guy's our fucking oh, yeah. bread and butter. Like yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have a show called Adam Devine's Block Party or something like that. And he played and Adam Dave Chappelle's Devine. Chappelle's not gonna go near it. Yeah, Dave like, Chappelle is gonna be livid. Yeah, because he's because Dave Chappelle's Block Party is actually phenomenal. It's a fucking great movie. Oh my god, I saw it in theaters and I was like, this is so fucking good. This is like watching that Live Aid documentary, but it's good. Yeah, I like the part where he goes, uh, where he does the James Brown thing. I like that Common and Erica Badu were in it, and Jill Scott. Very early and, Kanye's in it, yeah. And yeah, and the Roots were in it. Oh yeah, big time. When was this? He, I feel like I saw like promotions for it and never actually watched it. So it was, yeah, it had to be. So it was right when Dave Chappelle's, um, his the Chappelle show, like, was really hitting its stride. He was it in New York? Was that he did it? Uh, let's look that up. Yeah, so wherever it was, it was, he basically threw this big, like, really good hip-hop show that was basically free for the community, and he made a documentary about him doing it, and, like, mm. he had all these really great hip-hop artists come on and perform, and oh, honestly, Daddy like, Kane. yeah, the soundtrack was great, it was just, like, it was just a really good documentary, and I honestly listened to the soundtrack all the time. Because it was live performances from, like, Jill Scott, Erica Badu, and Common, and early Kanye, and The Roots, and, like, just real, and Talib Kweli, and Dead Prez, and all these really yep. just, like, good, solid hip-hop artists that were, like, that Dave Chappelle had in a show, and then he was like, hey, I kind of want to put a big concert on, and it was, it was just good. It hmm. was just like Stop Making Sense by the Talking Heads. Uh, the, the, the Talking Heads? Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly that, but with Dave Chappelle. It's not true, but still. Uh, yeah, I would I would equate the two. They, I mean, I I watched a lot of concert movies uh, the past year, like um, uh, 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 Stop Making Sense, uh, the the Last Waltz. Um, oh, tight. Uh, oh, what was the other one I watched? Uh, the Billie Eilish one on Apple, <laughs> which I, I found very boring. There, so. no. Uh, oh, it's um, Give Me Shelter. Oh. The one where the, the guy dies uh, at Altamont. I've never seen it, but I've... It's I've incredible Jim, documentary. Jim, I'm never going to watch it. I'm just going to be honest with you. Oh, you honestly should. It's very, very good. And it's just like these people who are just like, a man is dead because of us. And that's like what the movie's about. Jim, Only if we can do a Rotten Treasures on it. <laughs> oh, Minnesota? We have like 20 Minisodes we're supposed to do. <laughs> Uh, Jim, I want you to write down a list of, like, all the movies that you want to make people watch, um, and then I want to see that list, and then I want to schedule them on a calendar to actually watch <laughs> And then watch I want to throw it in a fire. And then I want to <laughs> No, that no, list. I just feel like it's, it's, like, the best way to get someone to watch something is to actually plan a date to watch it with them. But yeah, if you want to just instead have me destroy it and say, fuck you, Jim, I don't want to spend quality time with what you, we can do, do that. What I want to do is I want you to take that, I want you to get a list, I want you to write a list, I want you to take that list. I want you to shut off your ass. I want you to jump off a cliff, you fucking pretentious fuck. Do you ever see Grizzly Man? You remember the part where he listens to the audio of the man dying on uh, with some headphones on, and then he stands up and says, you should never let anybody listen to this again. You need to destroy this. I want you to do that with this list of movies. I can do that, yeah. Killer. Oh, Killer impression of uh, Werner Herzog. I feel like oh. Werner Herzog was in the room just now. I am Her I'm Herzog, you're Herzog, we he she we are Herzog. 
We are uh, we are all Vanna Herzog in a lake of hell. That is <laughs> I, she, her, Herzog is our pronouns. She's Zog Herzog. This guy. Oh, that guy. That's yeah. what you're talking about. Vanna Herzog. Yeah. You, yeah. you might remember him from the Mandalorian, where he's like, "I want to eat that baby," yeah. or whatever yeah. he does in that. Yeah, that's it. He ate a baby in it. <laughs> what must it be like? I'm switching gears. Yeah, I was gonna say. What speaking it, of eating babies, go ahead. <laughs> what must it be like trying to like name your acapella group? Because I just imagine everyone sitting around in a circle that's in this group being like, "All right, guys, what will keep us eternally virgins?" What can we say that will make people say, absolutely not, I don't want to fuck anyone in this group? Well, mm. Eternally Virgins was a pretty good one. You just nailed it right there. And you, they only well, do Madonna covers. Oh, man. I'm not having sex with anyone in that group. Yeah, mm. I, I, well, uh, I like Madonna. Uh, I, <laughs> me too, but I'm not fucking anyone that does mouth covers of Madonna. Yeah. I have standards. <laughs> Mouth yeah, covers. I'll just listen to her do. I'll listen to Madonna sing "Material Girl," and that's it. Do you guys want to try sing doing a acapella version of "Material Girl" right now? I don't think I know that you want to pull up the lyrics because honestly, I don't think I can sing it off the cuff. I don't know the words. Oh, but I I don't know. Some boys like me. Some boys hug me. Some boys kiss me. I think that's okay. All right, James, just go ahead. If they don't get their proper credit, I just won't go away. I'm trying to do the background sounds. I just want the one part that we all know. Because we are living in a material world. And I am a material girl. Oh, that sounded great. bad. Great. All at the same time. I don't feel like this is a song to to work together on i don't i don't know if it's the that's a solo that's a solo Guys, we song. should break up we should break up eternal virgins <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think i'm gonna take the song solo guys i'm sorry <laughs> yeah a solo acapella group isn't real that's <laughs> just a singer <laughs> yeah it's just a solo artist i i came up with the i definitely I have i'm sorry go ahead I just like the idea of one person being like, bam, 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 Just doing the bass line entirely. They're just like rushing around the room like, I, 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 I got, got a new, new life. You would hardly recognize me. I'm so glad. <laughs> like you, bring me. Boom, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Oh, and also them do, or also I like the idea of, <laughs> just the backup singer doing it so it's just them like waiting around and then they're just ah, like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know there is a one-man acapella group that has like all the tech to be able to go up push a little button have it repeat go on a loop and then do no. all of that like someone's definitely doing that right yeah, now well, as absolutely. we speak yeah Someone made a joke about they were like, I can sing five hundred miles, but only the uh the background vocals. So it's just them going, I walk no miles. <laughs> I walk more. Da 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 <laughs> Oh da, da, da. I would 
love to meet someone who was like, oh, you know that Dadaladas? That's me. <laughs> it was one of the Dadaladas. <laughs> oh, you were one of the proclaimers? Yeah, I think I'd be able to recognize them if I saw them anywhere. What, you mean the gigantic me? Scotsman with uh, with gigantic glasses? Yeah, I could. I would be able to recognize the, the proclaimers. Welcome, welcome to Rotten Treasures. This week's our guest is proclaimer number two. Um, one day. One John. day we'll get him on. <laughs> of Dutt. Second da-da-da of 500 Miles. They had other um, songs. 600 Miles? I, I don't know why, but I always feel... I know it's not them, but I always keep thinking that they also wrote the Friends theme song. I know that's the Rembrandts, <laughs> but I always just feel like, oh yeah, they're the same people, right? Is it because no of the sense. da-da-da is like the, the very like... So no one yeah. told you life was gonna get this way. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear that mashup, but I want to hear it a cappella. No, we we just did it. <laughs> I want I want an a cappella group, but it's just the Proclaimers. <laughs> I want the Proclaimers. This is what I'm saying. Um, I want Craig and Charlie Reed. I looked up their names. I want oh them no. to be an a cappella group. Where and they then, just sing uh, yeah. their other songs that aren't 500 miles. Do you remember in that song? And if I have a, yes, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who's hearing to you. Yeah. Does that mean throw up? No, it means to. I, I saw an interview with them one time and they went, oh, it's just an old Scots word that means to talk rubbish. And then they were like, oh, okay. Sure. Mystery All solved. Right. Thanks for the interview. Bye. <laughs> and then they sang oh, 500 Miles, and it was actually a really beautiful uh, version of it. I love that. In this movie, they did 500 Miles, but a remix. Did they? Yeah, it was really bad, and I hated it. I'm sorry. Make your uh, Say what you're going to say. I just, I, so, I struggle, I really struggle with liking Elizabeth Banks. Cause oh, really? I don't, I don't know why. I think she, she, the role that she played in this movie, I feel like. She, I feel like she tries to be like a Christopher Guest movie person too much, yes. and I don't appreciate that. I I wrote down I like the announcers even if they're just trying to be best in show and a worst. Yeah, I wrote. Yeah, I wrote Elizabeth Banks and this dude uh, have played John this Higgins. role in Christopher Guest roles before movies before. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's in best yeah. in show. Yeah, uh, he's in oh, he's in like all the Christopher Guest movies. And I yeah. just feel like Elizabeth Banks is sad that she was never asked to be in a Christopher Guest movie. Because she was too young. And now she's like, well, I'm going to make my own that, you know, where I am basically this. Yeah, I, I I can see that. But at the same time, I also love Elizabeth Banks. Uh, anytime she shows up in things, I'm like, oh, hey, Elizabeth Banks. And but she, see, then she, she knocks it out of the park for me. Is didn't she, she write some of this movie? <clears throat> she directed the next movie. Is she the well, one who said... <clears throat> You're so right, everything else seems wrong. Yes. And okay. in this movie, she also said, quote, women are, women are about as good at acapella as they are at being doctors. Or I think he might have said that. No, he said that because she says later, and you're an insane misogynist. And he went, uh, that I am. Uh, yeah. I think it was, well, you are a misogynist at heart. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Tongue-in-cheek I, misogynist I jokes that. are just like, I don't know, they're edgy and annoying. They're a little edgy and annoying. Uh, I mean, but again, it was very indicative of that time, though. Like, when was this? Two thousand twelve. Yeah, I feel like that was just like it was very edgy to be tongue in cheek about misogyny. It, 
you know? Uh, 2014 hadn't quite happened yet, which it, to me is the point when everyone went like, maybe we shouldn't be shitty to other people. And like is anything it? that happened yeah. before 2014, I'm always just like, yeah, of course this, this was the humor. Like, the Workaholics was popular. I was going to say, because Adam, whatever the fuck his name, he just reminds me, like, Did he not. just reminds me of so many people I don't like, and I feel like it just kind of fuels the flames of, like, being that guy. Like, we all know that guy, and we all hate that yeah. guy, except for that guy. And I'm sorry, that guy who's listening to our episode right now, you know who yeah. you are. Still listen, and then maybe, like, do the Patreon thing, but also, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. I don't know. I don't, I assume his name's Mike. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Mike, we're talking yeah. to you, you fuck. Yeah. You absolute fucking fuck. Why would you make someone like Adam Divine your fucking hero? You're fucking 27, buddy. Grow up. It was Mike. actually someone named uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin from my high school that it, uh, he always reminded me of. Oh. oh, no. Was he short? Yeah, kind of. He kind of looked exactly yeah. like him. And recently I deleted it off my Facebook because he said uh, bad things about a recent topic that I'm not going to uh, talk about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't prove it, but I liked... I th- I. I, I think that Adam Devine is the reason that Britney Snow didn't succeed after Pitch Perfect. Wasn't she popular before? Yeah, but I think he ruined her. They, I don't know. How, I can't prove it. I have literally nothing. I can't draw any of these lines or adequate conclusions. But I think he's the reason that Britney Snow didn't have success after Pitch Perfect. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna look up things that she's done after. There's a lot of people in this where I'm like, "Where'd you go?" Like, like Anna Kendrick was someone that she exploded after this movie, despite she the fact that cups she was cups girl. Popular. What's up? She wrote. She wrote cups. She made cu- the cups song. That shit was on the radio. Yeah, yeah. That she my, was cups. She she made a music video where she put some like muffins in an oven. Then she sang the song and then leaves without taking the muffins out of the oven. Like there. Fuck that. That, that, you that's our, muffins. that was a real music video that within like what once that song came up my girlfriend went oh it's that song where she forgets to take the muffins out of the ovens <laughs> you know that one you know what we you know what i know we all know it you know oh that's what i was remembering her in most recent the movie know well you said know it and i was like yeah we all know well uh I don't know why oh. that made me think of it. So, really? You didn't think uh, um, uh, John Tucker must die? Uh, i never seen it. She's also in The Pacifier and Hairspray. So those were... But those, were, those weren't after Pitch Perfect series. No, no oh. those were way before. Yeah. So yeah, what I'm saying is she... She was... she She's done. She's donezo. What are you doing now, Pretty Snow? Yeah, yeah. Mm. What are you doing? What's Adam Devine doing? That's right. After Pitch Perfect 3, he kind of fizzled out, and rightly so. Um, I bet he started a podcast, too. I bet all of them have podcasts about things that I don't care about. He actually has a podcast about our podcast. He fucking hates us. (laughs) As much as we hate him. Rottener treasures. (laughs) Yeah, probably. More rotten treasurer. And the the rotten thing I hate is those two. Mm -hmm. I just don't like them. Let me do something and let me make a... It's me, I'm Adam Devine. Because mm. he likes to flex a lot. <sighs> and then he, he, he always says some random thing that's like a sad story from his past. I, wa- I yeah. recently just finished watching all of Workaholics. Me too. Um, and I don't know why I did it, 
because I don't like that show, and I never mm. liked I did this, that show. I did the yeah. same thing with Broad City. I yeah. I liked Workaholics the first season when I was younger when it first came out, so I was like, this is funny. And then I watched it again, I was like, this is not as funny, nor was it ever funny. And I was like, well, let me give Broad City a chance, because maybe I have internalized misogyny. And I watched Broad City, I was like, oh, this is also not funny. Mm. I mean, it was advertised as the female workaholics. Yeah. The only good thing about uh about um Broad City was Hannibal Burris. Yeah. That's pretty true. I I Yeah. I do like Broad City much more than Workaholics in that yeah. I don't like Workaholics. I never liked Workaholics. I pretended to like it because my ex uh liked it and so did her brother and her brother was really funny and I went to impress him. But um I I did not like Workaholics back then either. Broad City, I actually did enjoy for a while, and then it got really fucking stupid. It just made me angry. It made me angry, because I was like, oh, we're two broke girls living in New York being edgy and funny, and we're making it. And it's just like, I don't relate to either of you, because this is not, like, it's, but here's the thing, every, like, hipster girl was just like, this is so us. And I'm like, no, it's not, Brenda. You still live with your mom. That's pretty true. I, I think, I think the thing that got me with it was... What, why I liked it was I had seen girls. I remember being like, okay, there's something like right about this show, but there's also everything wrong about the show. And I wonder what Lena it is. Lena Dunham. Well, Lena, Lena Dunham, Dunham is wrong with this show. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Marnie has the most perfect eyebrows I've ever seen on a person. And uh, then uh, Broad City came out. And I was like, ah, okay. This is the version of girls that I actually wanted to see. And then, and I then like it turns them. out you didn't want to see any of them. Yeah, yeah. Then I, it turns out I just don't like women in New York. Turns out I don't like women, said Jim. Quote, quote it. Uh, Kai, put no, it. No, no, no. Put, no, put no, it in the episode no, no, title. No, no, no. Turns out I don't like women. Jim O'Donnell, 2021. Turns out I'm a misogynist at heart. I will, <laughs> put, <laughs> I will put that on the episode. Co-host and creator of Rotten Treasures, 2021. Put it out there. Make t-shirts and sell them outside of Jim's apartment. And then it's like a black and white picture of me, and it's just uh, with like the red banner that says "canceled" in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just you with the Ghostbusters logo with the X over it. You know what I mean? I want to make uh like a, a bunch of T-shirts that say "Rotten Treasures" that look intentionally like they are like a knockoff, like really, really poor quality because it's Rotten Treasure, and we say Rotten Treasures so fucking much on this podcast <laughs> and then we could can sell them on the it, street with a big speaker <laughs> can you put it in um perfect all lowercase comic sans sure oh that'd be perfect uh but like make it like neon on a black background it's actually just going to be the rotten tomatoes logo and then i just tape over it <laughs> <and write> tre- <laughs> but each it. shirt is actually just taped over <laughs> It's perfect. It's not like it's not the logo. It's, it's the logo tape. with packing tape over it with Sharpie. Perfect. Yeah, and instead of our faces, it's a picture of John Mulaney and then <laughs> someone who looks like you. And I don't know who that would be. Who it is. I I thought of I saw someone recently that I was like, oh my god, that's Kai, and then I immediately forgot about it. I'm gonna get a Perez Hilton picture oh, of Jim's dude. face saying, "I'm I'm with Jim." I've gotten I've gotten Perez Hilton before face wise. Um, have you? I have. I used to. There's oh, a guy. Lord. There's a guy who won American Idol like ten years ago when I had short hair. They used to tell me Ruben Stutter. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> after that. After that. He, he was he's kind of a, a loser guy. That was his vibe. And then like he had like short hair that he put kind of like stylized. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. No. All right. Now I have to look this Taylor up. Taylor Lautner? No, that's not his name. It was Taylor something though. No, but Taylor. I used to I used to get it a lot and I didn't like it. These days I'd go gay Jesus. That's fine. All right. <laughs> got it. Got it. David Cook was the one that I got all the time. Do you guys remember David oh, Cook? I, I no. I had a David Cook haircut, and it was oh, it's this haircut. Oh, Kai. Oh no. Oh, you Kai. should not look like David Cook. I asked for that haircut. I asked. No, for P- that. a lot of people asked for that haircut. Unfortunately. Yeah. 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 I remember 2008. I'm sorry, and everyone. Now the only people that have that haircut are uh, male hairstylists. Who became hairstylist in two thousand and eight? Nice. And they and they all still wear tap out like all over. Actually, youth pastors still have that haircut. Cool, 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 cool. That's that's a good yeah. look then. That's what I'm going for. Nail that gate, Jesus. Why? What? What is with youth pastors and hot topic? Not even hot topic. Like Spencer's, honestly, because <laughs> they're just like the all over print tap out shirts that have a cross on them. And then they also like have like the jeans with the whiskers and they wear them with flip flops. Like they have a wallet chain and a leather cuff. And they're just like, let's bust out those testaments. I one time I uh, a youth path, I went to I went to youth group because I really liked the, this one kid who was in youth group. Like I really had a big crush on him. And fun. It was like I had to be like maybe like 16 or 17 and. Letting this, letting this out of the bag. Sorry, mom. I had already lost my virginity at that time. Uh, sorry, guys. And the person I really liked, um, his name was Jake, and Jake played drums in, in the youth minister band. And yeah. it just happened to turn out that that sermon that night was about losing your virginity before marriage. Nice. And they, and I felt like such a piece of shit that I, they, I like. I waited until they started doing their worship songs and then I started crying because I was like, I'm an awful piece of shit. And I put my head in my hands and just like to hide my face like this and I was Mm -hmm. crying. And all of a sudden, I feel two hands on me, on my back. It's the youth minister. On your boobs. On my titties. (laughs) He's praying. (laughs) No. He's praying at me, saying, Lord, Heavenly Father, just take Katie into your arms as well. Like, it was my first time there. And then... I felt another pair of hands on my boobs. <laughs> no, sharing. Uh, yeah, no, on nice. the other I'll side. Your boobs. <laughs> and, it, and I was 17. Um, I felt on my other side had their hands there. Um, uh, it was the praying trailer. at me. No, it was, it, it was, uh, it was just like, uh, just one of the other, like, people that was going to the church was like helping to pray at me. And then all of a sudden, mm. I like, was like paralyzed in fear. And there were another set of hands on me, and it was Jake, the drummer, praying at me. And I'm like, oh my god, everyone here knows that I'm not a virgin. <laughs> Everyone's and was... looking at you because the drummer stopped playing drums to go put his hands on you. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it was, there was honestly like, well, he didn't play drums every time in every song. There was usually just like a lot of like choir, like people like going like, Jesus, holy, holy is not Jesus. And they just repeat that. And a lot of times like they let the drums drop out and they're just having a guy with an acoustic guitar play it for like five minutes, just <laughs> yes, repeating so that over and over and over. And so essentially... I, um, what I'm saying is I unintentionally got saved that night 
And, <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm a virgin again. So thanks, Jake. I, I'm not surprised at all that uh, a Christian group made you feel bad about decisions you've made in your life and then immediately made you feel uh, better so that you would go, oh my God, the salvation I needed. Who would Wow, it's almost like that's uh, a tactic of theirs. So do we want to just put yeah. this out there that this is a very anti-Christian podcast? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, a thousand percent. Thank you for having me. I did wear my Metallica <laughs> shirt today. It has... Uh, I... What I'm trying to say is I'm here to promote my um, my anti-Jesus church. Uh, nope. You're both saved, and I'm going to put my hands on your boobs. I'm very fortunate <laughs> to have... So I'm not I'm not religious these days, but I'm very fortunate um, to eventually have found a church that I used to go to, because I used to go to their, uh, their open mics uh, back in Boston, and they used to host, like, very... Uh, just it was just such a weird experience to have gone to church when I was in high school, then to go to this mm-hmm. place to see their open mics. Um, I might have to cut this out. I'll probably have to cut this out. Uh, whatever. I smoked weed with the pastor, like a different vibe. <laughs> this is a very different. He's church. going straight to jail. <laughs> yeah. Yep. After this episode, <laughs> <laughs> uh, lock him up. Send him no, in. No, no, no. The thing is, is like I guess I won't say which. You know straight what? I don't have to, to say. Wh- I don't have to say which church it is. So. I smoked weed with this pastor. But Pastor Fred Durst was just... <laughs> yeah. uh, Jim, what, what name am I going to use cu- uh, to to paste over this name? Fred Durst. Fred Durst? That's Fred what we're going with? Durst. Yeah. All right. So Fred Durst, in order to get... Uh, he would flat out. I was like, how can you get this high and then do sermons? He's like, well, how else am I supposed to talk to God if I don't get high? Ha, oh ha, 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 ha. But anyways, he used to um, he used to throw like house parties and stuff like that. So like he'd have like open mics, and then he like he lived around the block. He would just like it, he. I know I'm making him sound like not cool, but like he's a he really sounds really cool. Actually, he sounds kind of fucking cool. Yeah, he's, Fred Durst sounds really cool. Fred Durst, used Jim to, O'Donnell canceled. He's the reason why I got to meet Jim. So you hate poetry. I know yeah, you hate poetry, yeah, it's bad. but there's an amazing poet named Saul Williams. So anybody who knows and is really into poetry, you'll give a shit about yeah, who Saul, Saul Williams is. Yeah. So I got to smoke weed with Saul Williams because of this this guy. So like he he was always welcoming. They were very inclusive of transgender community, queer people. Uh, like it was it was very much so like this is a place to go to like who like he was very adamant. Like I don't care if you believe in God, I don't. Like, All that's I like care a, is that you smoke that sticky icky. I want you to smoke that sticky icky. I want you to. I want you to hang out and smoke weed with me. That's all I care about. No, he just. I, I don't, don't know. have many friends, so. All right, let's sing Rollin' real quick. <laughs> it was weird to see a, a like because I had a place that like when, even when I tried to quit going to the church I used to go to when they kept obsessively like calling my mom or like showing up at my house a few times. Like I went to a church that was what? very pushy and shitty to me. Uh, when I tried to quit. That, like, it was weird to me to then find a place that was just, like, genuinely nice. That's cool. Still didn't do the God thing. Didn't do the God thing, though. There are... It's okay. The God thing does you, you know? It's not my vibe. There are a good amount of, like, sects of... uh, uh, um, Sects of um, Christianity that are a lot closer to what I would consider to be, like, the actual teachings of Jesus. Word of the Lord, yeah. Yeah. I love sex. I love sex of Christianity. Like when, you, like when you read about Jesus, like the the character they portray him as is rad as hell. Like he hates uh, oppression, uh, 
real big into uh, bringing up the people who are uh, not able to speak. And uh, he he hates rich people famously. Yeah. Uh, oh, so actually what Jesus actually is a yeah. poor, marginalized, likely black or brown yeah. uh, person that actually believes in helping poor people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like Jesus's big message: is hey, uh, these people need help, and people who uh, who can help, you need to start helping them. And right. that's like his yeah. big thing. Uh, so there's a lot of sects that are very much about that, which is why you see a lot of. Uh, that is why a lot of like the the twelve steps for uh, AA and NA are are tend to be religious because they're the ones that are the ones that are going to help mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. I know a lot of people who no longer drink, who gave up drinking, who said that that was the big part that drove them away from 12 steps. Yeah. Because they, they, they didn't want, they didn't need religion to not drink and they didn't, they felt really pushed into it from that. They said that. And, and it was, you know, and I, I guess it depends on where you're going to an AA meeting, but a lot of times they just didn't. They they saw religion as a different vice for them as opposed to like it was like hey we know that you t- were totally fucking into alcohol let's get you totally into God now and that was for a lot of my friends who no longer drink were like nah dude that's not what we we don't, I don't want to replace alcohol with anything you know like yeah. I don't want I you know that's why that's a lot not of people the purpose here. that's why a lot of people who are uh, who quit alcohol tend to get into like running. Because mm. and then they get into they're super into running. It's because they're just like, yeah. okay, if I I'm just gonna do something over and over, I might as well make it a good thing. And then yeah. that it's just replacing one vice with another. And also, yeah, there is a lot of there is a lot of religion that is <laughs> those religious groups that are very like, oh no, you need to do the Christian part. Like the God mm-hmm. part is the most important part. And then there's other ones that are like, the community is the real thing that you need that's that's the real god is yeah coming together and just doing what you need to do finding a higher higher calling i brought my my sister when she was so my sister's a behavioral health counselor Uh, i don't know if that's the best term for exactly what she does i don't know exactly what she's doing right now but she she did psychology and she's uh worked mostly with um uh people with like substance abuse stuff and also like mental health issues um anyways when she was in school uh i don't know why i mentioned that first part but uh when she was in school she had to intentionally as homework go to places that she's like i don't feel comfortable in these spaces and uh go intentionally put yourself in uncomfortable spaces that are outside of your normal space so i think she went to a strip club was one of the places she went to um because that's not her space where she feels comfortable i could be wrong i might have just been a suggestion to go there but one thing i did do was bring her to my old church the one that i quit and it was super weird being back there because certain people rec- like recognized me, and I was able to like snag my sister and get the fuck out of there as soon as it was over. Um, but like, I forgot how intoxicating it, it was to have everybody still know me and like yeah. recognize yeah. me, and like that level of oh, everyone in this room knows my name, and they tell me that they care about me on a huge communal like all of us love you i'm like wow this is nice i'm basically a celebrity here i'm a christian again wow i'm back yeah thanks god but it was so weird showing my sister that and being like yeah that was that's what i did a couple years ago i i drank that fucking kool-aid um 
it's cheers it's you just go into a place where everyone knows you you know yeah it's i get it i understand people like listen i don't necessarily want to knock community or community religion like you find your purpose you find your happiness like I don't. Well, I'm just. I, I'm just whole, shitting on this one church. Fuck that church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I'm trying to say is fuck that church. Okay. Roundabout way, that church can suck my dick. Yeah. Get <laughs> suck my dick, Fred Durst. Specifically, Fred no. Church. Okay. No. No. Fred, Fred Church. Guys. No. No. Fred no. 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 Fred. Good? Fred Church is great. You're thinking of the wrong church. church. This is the church of uh, Ron Paul. <laughs> I use Ron Paul again. This is the church. Why are you Ron doing Paul? This? <laughs> I used Ron Paul in another episode. I shouldn't use it again. The, I'm talking about the New Hampshire church. Um, the Dick Van Dyke church. Yeah. The fuck church that. of Dick Van Dyke. We've all, been, we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that church. Love it. Um, um, I don't like Pitch Perfect. Yeah, I was yeah, actually going to... I want to bring up something, actually. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm not <laughs> insane and that I'm not the only one. And please... We don't get anybody really to send me emails or to comment on our social media, but we got 50 downloads today, baby, so who knows? Someone we'll... say fucking something. Someone say fucking anything to Kai. God damn it. No, just fucking get, get at me. Get at me. Anybody. I, just one person. That's all I want. Fine, get at God. me. Literally fucking anyone. On social media and tell me if you agree with me. Pitch Perfect just looked like they were like, hey, so Dane Cook's kind of played out. Who can we get yeah. to be the male lead for this that's going to have the same level of just... A whatever dude and yeah. kind of just a buffoon am i wrong do you get dane cook energy from this guy yeah yeah 2012 yeah. was like yeah 2012 2013 was just like such a like mashups were huge like yeah. layering too many like tank tops was huge feather hair extensions were huge like mm-hmm. there was just a lot of things that happened in 2012 that like were such and like 2013 that were like such a that moment that, like, looking back at it, it's like, oh, this is, like, teenage angst was huge, which is yeah. why, like, yeah. this... Like, I was 19. This, Yeah, this girl's like, I'm terminally hit. I'm too cool for college, but don't worry. I, you know, I can quit college, and if I don't do well, I hate my dad, and I hate my dad's stepmom, and mom left, and I'm cool enough. I'm going to work at a record. Uh, I'm going to become a DJ. If I don't do well here, I'm going to LA and become a DJ. I'm doing this, and I'm going to go also work in a... In a in a radio station. I'm, I'm way gonna, too cool for this. I'm gonna get out of my small town like I'm a Bruce Springsteen song. Bruce Springsteen was also really popular in 2012. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is just like, yeah, yeah, he was actually. I feel like I probably saw Bruce Springsteen in Yeah, 2012. working working on a dream. He he was in his comeback years, actually. Yeah. I saw him at Penn State in 2010, I think. He's still um, good. Yeah, he still fucking Bruce Springsteen. He's the boss for a reason. Um, I just want him to play yeah, as a leader, though. It's, there's very, it's, yeah, absolutely. Um, I just, like, imagine being, like, too termally hit for, like, I'm sorry, I just don't like Anna Kendrick at all. But having said that, like, she was a tight cat. Oh, my dog hates Anna Kendrick. You hear that? That's fine. Um, Get up in that. Pumpkin, that is enough. You are not on this podcast. (laughs) Um, She'll shut up in a second. She just doesn't. No, 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 no. You got to lean into it. Pumpkin. And now, folks, welcome to the podcast, Pumpkin. Pumpkin how, do really, how do you really feel about Anna Kendrick? Who's Anna Kendrick? <laughs> Fuck her and her career. <laughs> Fuck Anna Kendrick. Uh, while, while Katie's doing this, I, I love Anna Kendrick. Uh, I, I think know. she's I, a delight. Uh, I like when she was in Twilight. And I like uh, when she was in Up in the Air. 
Righty, folks. All right, think- I'm gonna get the buzzer real quick. Uh, Katie, you have 60 seconds to explain every reason why Ken- Anna Kendrick is the worst. <laughs> oh, all right. I think it's like I don't. I don't genuinely hate her. Okay, I don't. Um, I just feel like the way that she, the person, the character, every character that she played in that like five year span made me truly genuinely hate her. Um, I'm sure she's actually great. I feel like I've heard her on podcasts in recent history and I like her social media presence, but genuinely like, and she was put into enough roles in which I hated her and she played the same person that like, even just looking at her face made me angry. And I, I don't, I don't ever want to say I hate her cause I don't know her, but like, I hate what she represented for those years and how she never climbed out of that hole again. And you know, I just. Stop making her play that same... Like, even, like, in a Scott Pilgrim, she was, like, bitchy older sister, you know? Like, yeah. there were a lot of things where it's just, like, come on, let Anna Kendrick... Like, I wish she would have gotten a, de- a better chance at doing something other than being, like, too cool for school, you know? Yeah. Those movies played um, her. She didn't play in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's 50 seconds. But, Did you feel, like, it represented well in 50 seconds? <laughs> I just don't want Anna Kendrick to hear this and get really mad at me. All right, Jim, you now have 60 <laughs> seconds to shit on Anna Kendrick as hard as you want. Wait, no, I love Anna Kendrick. Why would I shit on her? <laughs> no, oh, wait, never mind. Nope. Other way around. We already Defend said what? it. You have to shit on her. You have <laughs> no, to. No, I don't want to shit on her. <laughs> we have to. Shit on no. Anna Kendrick. Hurry. Uh, her, she's just too pretty. Uh, <laughs> no, Jim, why do you. She's too nice. Why do you she's love Anna Kendrick? a great she's song. Just too on time. Um, <laughs> she's, a, she's just. A, she just likes to work a little too hard. Anyway, um, <laughs> donates to charity. Fuck her. <laughs> she doesn't have that much experience in this field, but was hoping to use this as an ex- as a way to get more experience. You're eating up your sixty seconds. You only have so much time to say something mean. Wait, I'm. You started by sixty seconds. <laughs> I'm, I'm supposed to love her. <laughs> too right. late. You, you ruined got, no, it. No. You have 18 seconds to explain why you love Anna Kendrick. Okay, she uh, she was in Twilight. She doesn't remember it, and I, but she's still in Twilight, and it's amazing, and I love her. And she one time tweeted, uh, I just fixed the door, and I'm going to be riding this hide for weeks, and I love that. Uh, there we go. You have two just more seconds. Anything what? else? Fix the door. That's it? We can't talk about Anna Kendrick for the rest of the episode. No, <laughs> no. She, Anna Kendrick. <laughs> she wasn't. Nope. She, we're done now. All right, too late. Never talking about her again. Uh, fuck. I guess um, we got to talk about Donald now. Yes. We haven't even mentioned fucking Rebel Wilson once. Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine with it. She clearly did not say a single word from the script at all. She said whatever she she wanted. She said whatever she wanted, and it was painfully obvious. And I remember in 2012 watching this in theaters and thinking she has not said a goddamn word of this script. She is is improvising everything, and you can tell, especially when she's in the same shot as someone else, and the other person tries to improvise with her, and they cannot. It doesn't go well. Anna Kapp is in in a shot with her where she's just like, yeah, I've got the... I got a Jewish uh, hair bun, and then she's like, "Anna Camp is like, oh yeah, I see it." It's like, and then I'm like, yeah. "You're not, you, you're not doing good job, Anna Camp." No you one did- laughed at it. Mm. I mean, that was her role. Like Fat, Fat Amy is that the name of her character? She, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, her name's Patricia, right? But her real name's Patricia. Uh, so 
she that was her thing she was supposed to be she was supposed to be fat amy let's just say that that's like a general that's her character but then also she was supposed to be what like just the shock value comic that would say things that were kind of not fun and punched down like great awesome I literally wrote here, oh, look, here's Rebel Wilson playing her transformative role as Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, listen, I like, I hate to talk down on plus size women in this field. I hate to talk down on women in general, but like, like, I, I just, I, I didn't like her. I didn't like her in this movie and it sucks because I do like her, but like, I don't know. They really just asked her, Hey, lean into being a fat comedian. Yeah. It was just like they yeah. Chris Farley her real I f- hard. I felt I, like they used her. I felt like she got used yeah. and played I, out and it sucked that she, she went along with it. Yeah. But I think also Rebel Wilson yeah. is, I think Rebel Wilson's funny. The reason I don't like mm-hmm. her in this though, is because she improvises way too much. And mm-hmm. like, it's like every single line she said was completely replaceable because none of it w- worked. Like you could have taken Rebel Wilson out of the movie and it'd be the same exact movie. That's why I don't like Rebel Wilson in the movie. And it's because they gave her way too much freedom. But here's the thing. I, I see. I, th- I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because I don't think they gave her too much freedom. I think they probably gave her little direction. I think mm. a lot of, they were probably like banking on a lot of like her improv and her whimsy and all that stuff being like a huge selling point and being funny. Yeah. I think they probably like depended on her to like, well, let's just let, let's Rebel Wilson just do the thing. Like, let's let her do the thing and see how it goes. She's probably like some lines would be tight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think right. they probably like really depended, like probably really wanted her to lean into being a fat woman, you know? Yeah. I, I saw interviews where people were like, there are so many scenes where she just went on for 20 minutes. It was like, cool. Yeah. That's what I want to watch. I want to watch Rebel Wilson talk for 20 straight minutes saying that she sits like a mermaid. And that's her, that's what yeah. she's, that's her bit that she's doing. Like, right. I remember. Down. Yeah. I remember the commercial, the one they showed all the time where they, the, it was her and Adam Devine in this scene. And like, it was the, sometimes I think I should do meth, but then I think, no, not better not. And they showed that in the trailer, in the promos for it. And like at the time I was yeah. like, oh, that's funny. And then like I saw the movie and I was like, that's what they built up towards. And now looking back and it's like, all right, well, it's low bar comedy and it's also like not that funny. And the thing is like they hinged, they hitched their wagon to like these two being the funny ones and be, like really carrying this movie entirely. No. And it worked. No. In 2012. The funniest yeah. character we can agree is Lily. Lily is the best fucking part about this movie. Which one's Lily? Is she the whispering one, right? She's the whispering. Yeah, she hate whispers. Her. You hate, hate her? Hate, hate her. I hate that I also joke. hate her. When she, I don't like there's that no, joke. No. There's no one in this movie I fucking like. There, I said it. I'm sorry, but like when she, she did a puke angel, I lost it. I'm sorry. Mm. I thought oh. her doing a puke angel was funny. I remember seeing I just, that in theaters with my arms crossed. Can I... <laughs> Can I just say that, like, I genuinely, like, truly, something about actually seeing people puke in movies, like, them showing the puke, just doesn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. I just hate it. But, I mean, that's neither here nor there. Like, I, I I, hate being negative about everything in this movie, but there's only one thing that I'm really not negative about in this movie, and that's the fact that, like, much down the line, Joe Latruglia and Donald Faison are in it, and I love that. I- and Jason Jones. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. I I think this might be the first franchise we've done where the first movie. I'm gonna say it now. We'll talk about it in the recap. 
for those Patreon supporters who can listen to that recap episode. But I'm saying it right now. I think this will be the first franchise that we've done where the first movie I don't like. So I don't know what's going to yeah. happen. The whole franchise, I think I'm just going to not like if this is the trajectory. <laughs> yeah. And- I, I texted my girlfriend where I was like, I feel like this is going to be like some kind of reverse thing where I'm going to love Pitch Perfect 2 and 3 for no Possibly. reason at all. Mm. It's probably going to be the same thing as like Fast and Furious. Like I was mad about the first Fast and Furious. So I was like, how is the movie? And then like they just leaned into the funny of it. Like, the next Fast and Furious is in space, and they're on, like, number nine, and it's just, like, they, they're they leaning into the stupid, and I love that. There's actually a, a crossover between Space Buddies and uh, the space episode with um and Fast and Furious. There's actually a... It's in the same universe. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Um, how do all these kids know the words to the the song Whip It? What do you mean? They practice. Yeah. They practice that Whip song. Whip It, yeah. right. Whip It, baby. Whip there was, but there was, night. there was a thing where I, I was like, because they do like the riff off, where they improvise uh, no. songs. I was like, I, I, t- angry. I did say, it made me angry. Why does everyone know every single part of every song ever? Like, it makes me so angry. It's like when they break out into like dance, like they all know the yeah. choreographed dance at a dance in like movie. I hate it. I hate it. I, I will say this, Whippet belongs in one movie and one movie only, and that's the 2002 classic, The New Guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jim, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, when they're playing, the, they're in a funk band. <laughs> I just I just looked it up before I, I made this really sweet, cool statement that I just made. It has a 7% on Rotten, uh, is it called Rotten Treasure? <laughs> uh, yes. No, no, that's our, that's our podcast. Oh, that's our podcast. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, DJ Qualls is in this. Yeah, he's the lead. He's the lead role in New Guys. So is so is Zoe Dave Chappelle. Yep, she sure is. And Eliza Dushku. I'm just naming the cast of the New Guy. Eddie That's Griffin, fine. Sonny Mabry. If you all are familiar with the New Guy, it's it's something that I you got to do to when, when I went. No, you don't need to be. It's not that great. But it's something I tried to do. We all tried to do. I think when we went to college, just like you get to revamp who you are, right? Isn't that the best yeah. thing in the world where no one knows who the fuck you are, so you could just get to try to yeah. be like, I'm cool now. I'm cool. Oh man, it never worked. I was never cool. I was, I was very much this. I'm the same person I was in high school right now. The biggest uh, episode we've ever had listened to is this uh, is the one I just released today. I'm going to timestamp it. And it's because I, I posted it in my like high school uh, like graduate thing it was like, hey, look, another high school friend of mine was on an episode. Uh, and it just brought me back real quick when I posted. It. I was like, oh, yeah, I was such a fucking loser in high school. Why wouldn't you know, like, but all of a sudden I was surprised. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. OK, cool. They're going to listen to a loser's podcast. Uh, yeah tight i'll take it i'll fucking take it so that's right if you're still listening to my podcast after listening to that other one that's right i'm cool now fucking deal with it do you remember when bring it back to the movie you remember when mclovin got to reinvent himself as mclovin in this movie as wait 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 McLo- what? yeah he's you didn't wait oh it's the coach McLovin. He's, well, no not even the coach he was just like the host yeah oh that's right yeah of like all the things i did hope that like he says that the one guy is tone deaf, and then yeah. that guy comes in and he goes, it, basically, he's just like, yes, I'm tone deaf and I want to kill myself. And then he walks off stage. I was hoping that was his only line in the entire movie and uh, that we never perfect. saw him again. Mm, but <laughs> but we then did. we yeah. see him later at the riff off because he's the guy that's like, come and sing. I don't know what he says. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so the scene where uh, was is Becca is the name main main, main girl Becca. We say Anna Kendrick in this house. But yeah. So okay, yeah. so Anna Kendrick. Yeah, so we call <laughs> we call her Anna Kendrick. Uh, blessed be. Um, Anna Kendrick's in the shower. One, she has all of her earrings in, which like that annoyed me because no one showers with all their earrings in. That's silly. And then on top of that, so she's naked in the shower singing David Guetta. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then and then what's her name? Brittany Snow Britney walks Snow. in and goes. And goes, you know, and and starts singing David Guetta. And then uh, Anna Kendrick goes, you know David Guetta? Yes. It's 2014. Everyone knew fucking David Guetta. Everyone knew David Guetta. I said to my I I don't know who David Guetta is. You know world famous singer David Guetta? The David Guetta? He was a DJ. If you heard a bunch of David Guetta songs, (laughs) Kai, you'd know who David Guetta was. Yeah. And it's just like, hi, I'm naked. I'm walking into the shower with you and I'm not leaving until you naked harmonize with me. Like. I hated that. I hate how. Me. How it's so un- shitty. Oh my god. Fuck that. No, there's no world. And then you bought a dude in there, you piece of shit. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. All set. And then she was like, you know what? I'm comfortable because I'm comfortable with my body. I don't care if you're comfortable with your body. Yeah. We all remember that scene. Also, Anna yes. Kendrick had way too many tattoos for an 18 year old. And like, yeah. And her, if even, th- but like her dad is like, I want you to succeed. I'm just going to walk into your dorm room anytime. Like, how did she, like, you're barely, you're barely 18. You're covered in tattoos and you have earrings and then you're showering with the earrings in. Like, the people who wrote this movie have no idea what it's like to have earrings, that many earrings. You don't wear them in the shower like that. You did mention the dorm room. Um, and I did like something in this movie and that was her roommate. Because it really felt like that girl was a real college freshman who moved into her room and the the movie crew didn't know that someone was going to be in that room and they forgot to tell her to get out and then she refused to get yeah. out. So they had to film a movie around her. I just don't like bitchy Asian woman trope in mm. movies. I don't, I don't like it. But I, you know, I it's all too often they just... And like they do it in Mean Girls, they're like the hot mean Asians. Like, stop doing it. Stop. I've never actually met those girls in real life because they're not a fucking thing. You know. That's what this movie's um, founded on: is tropes, tropes, tropes. And then like misgendering Cynthia Rose, like when she, like I don't know a black like the only like plus size black woman you have in this movie you bought on and like you latched on to like oh that's a man. And then, like, oh, she's definitely a lesbian. It's just, I don't know, like... Yeah. Fuck. Oh, Honestly, that real fuck funny this joke. movie. Fuck this movie. Hey, you can, sing, yeah. you can sing whenever you want, dude. Oh, not a dude. Like, all right, cool. Yeah. You, you wrote a joke. You, you put, you put wor- words to paper. Good job, everyone. We've, we've done it. We've accomplished humor today. Let's all close then, up shop because we're not going to be able to accomplish it ever again. And then you used acapella to do that. Like, why is there a rivalry? Like... Yui decided that the vessel with which you're going to carry this really fucking bad movie is acapella. And that's, yeah. it's like the worst of the worst fighting to be the least worst. I just, I don't know. They used improv, which is the worst, to convey I mean, status. acapella, which is no. the other worst. I, it's, 
here, here's a question. And I, when I was watching this movie and Kai knew I was making it because they saw my status and they were like, and they laughed about it and they were like, what is worse, improv or acapella? It's the same. It's, it's the same. Although I would argue acapella is worse because they love to go to fields and uh, do that and then expect everyone to clap for them while we only do it for other improvisers and then pretend like we're the greatest thing in the entire world. Yeah. Uh, someone replied to my Facebook status and was just like, I think that acapella is worse. Like, really good, Im- really bad improv. Bad improv is really bad. Or, oh like, really bad acapella is still, like, people singing kind of well. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it is the, it's the highs and lows. The lows of improv is way lower right. than yeah. anything acapella could do. But the highs of yeah. improv is way fucking, fucking higher. beautiful. I, I, yeah. I have almost died laughing at improv scenes. I have yeah, never absolutely. cried watching an acapella group. Yeah. Um, also, Rebel Wilson doesn't si- doesn't sing well, and I don't really know if she does improv that well. So I don't know where she falls in this. Yeah, I don't like when people in movies ab lib like that, where I can see them making up the lines. Like it's what they're doing is they're just ab living lines. They're not ab living character. It's it's like when you watch Bill Murray in uh, a movie in the eighties, where you're like, yeah. oh, like he's he's improvising as his character. He's doing yes. he's doing improv, but it's very clearly in character things, and right. it's not just random lines where you can just replace yeah. the line. Yeah, yeah. For me, that's that's also right up there with like Eugene Levy. Like I can see him yeah. doing. Uh, he's just being authentic and and like kind of looking at it, it's like. In it's that it's that Ralph and Dracchio, He was on Aftershocks, uh, Tremors too. He's that improv coach or the improv teacher that I had that encouraged me to just be like let stop the bullshit let your character just say what they need to say and that's different than just being like all right let's try this and insert insert this insert that just be authentic with what like your character and just go that's fine play with that that's different dropping into your character and acting like as if within that character is really like it's the bare bones of like any theater but i i think it really lends itself to improv absolutely and i don't think you get that kind of authenticity within I don't think you can ever get that anything like that within acapella and I think no. that I'm just trying to justify why I'm better than acapella right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. totally trying to justify why I'm better than acapella, but I also acknowledge that improv's the worst. You ever see an improv team uh, at a bar? The worst. They're the, the worst. worst. They're the absolute worst people to be around. I love the idea um, of there being like an improv battle against an acapella group like we have to like you just have to do with a fight yeah like a scene and then now you see an acapella thing and then they're just like still rating systems the same (laughs) i will never go to that show oh i'll just kill myself like i feel like that's the answer to that all right and i want to kill myself and walk off stage jim and never be seen again and then and then a big thing over me and then a a black and white picture comes up and then just says killed himself on top of me yeah I, Jim canceled. I hate women. Um, <laughs> uh, one thing I do want to address is the fact that they use Aka, excuse me, Aka initiation, Aka children, Aka, like mm. I wrote Aka, every time they said it, I wrote it down. Aka, Aka. Oh no. Oh, okay. I'm going to go read them off. I just want to read them all off because 
One is the first one, Aka Excuse Me. The next one, um, Aka Initiation, Aka Children, Aka Bitches, Aka Awesome, Aka Toner, um, Aka Excuse Me again. Um, Aka Excuse Me, Aka Believe It, Aka Huddle, Aka Gods, Aka Awkward. Okay. Aka Politics. In the beginning of this, I said Aka Aka as a joke, and I still think that stands better than everything else you just yeah. said. Yeah. 10,000%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Aka Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Or whatever. Um, yeah. Well, I, I mean, since you since you did do that, uh, Katie, do you have any leftover notes that you want to uh, bring up? Oh, my gosh. Uh, the Cup song was truly the summer camp song of this year. Imagine if TikTok was around in 2012. Remember when they made that a radio hit for Anna Kendrick? Um, remember when, and when they were all in, like, Gather and they played that You Need to Let Your Hair Down oh, song and everyone cheered? No one would ever cheer that song because no one really fucking knows that song. <laughs> um, they use the term Dixie Chicks Serious. What does Dixie Chicks Serious mean? Mm. Uh, um, it means that you're going to get canceled by Republicans. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, there was this guy who was this Australian DJ at the uh, radio show, and they said he was 22. Are you fucking kidding me? That dude looks like he's 45. <laughs> That's that 90-year-old right. man? Yeah, we, we all yeah. thought he was 22. Watch, like, I, I am repeating this again. Watching people get overly excited when they sing acapella is so uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. It's so uncomfortable. Um, they had to pay the extras extra just to be that yeah. enthused. They were like, look, I signed up for this and you're paying me. But in order for me to stay here and do this, you're going to have to give me more. I can't. Yes, I can't be that enthusiastic. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm this is I'm upset being here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're not you're not giving me enough benefits for this. Um, I hated when Adam they did this thing where they made uh, Adam Devine uh, touch Rebel Wilson's boobs with the microphone, and I was so fucking pissed about it. Mm. Rebel Wilson doesn't ever deserve to have a solo ever. Uh, let's see. Uh, Treblemakers are the superior group, but way too enthusiastic with their dance moves. Um, I would watch anything that Donald Faison and Joe Latruglia are in. And if you don't know, yep. do you know who? Like, and do you know who? Like, they were. The like retired older group that got in the fight, but yeah. like, those two I fucking love. My last good note was, oh, it's Turk. Yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> oh, uh, from uh, yeah, from oh my god, from Scrubs, Scrubs, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a quote here that says, "We could change the face of acapella." To which I responded, "It's a real hard face to change, pal." Uh, white people love the song "Party in the USA." Um, it's true. I do love that song. Yeah, that's true. I'm, yeah, it's a fact. Yeah. Um, the term uh, pitch slapped, which I truly hate. Um, I do like the line that Lily said, whispering, I set fires to feel joy, to which I forget who responded. He goes, that's adorable. That and was I Donald. Really, I don't know. That, that, that I really liked. Um, He's a, he had a tiny voice and I liked it. I, I like it when she also said I uh I swallowed my twin in the womb. Is that what it was? Or I ate yes. my twin in the womb. Ate my twin in the, <laughs> my twin in the womb, yeah. Like, oh um, yeah, real funny. You just say literally random things. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, girl. You're making yes. me learn that I'm a sucker, Jim. I, I get suckered into yeah. all the things that they're like, they're gonna love this, and then I love it. 
Oh, I mean, the, that's I, I mean, that's the point. I just hated it because I hate humor. Yeah, yeah I hate that kind of humor. Um, fucking no one has ever cried over Breakfast Club. Fuck you, Anna Kendrick. Um, I thought the same thing. I was yeah. like, is this really something we're going to cry about? Like, the yeah. fact that he was like, no, what about you, dad? Like, exactly. we're, we're really going to cry at that? Yeah. There's nothing in there to cry. I mean, Becca, Becca's strained relationship with her father is all on her, I think. Um, oh, 100%. He is a very loving yeah. father who provides... He got you into college. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he is the dean, question mark? No, he's a teacher, but he definitely said, like, okay, if you don't like this, I'll pay for you to go to LA and become a DJ. What father would do that? If I told my dad, I'm dropping out of college to become a DJ, he'd be like, like, fucking fun you are. You put, you turn your ass around, you get that fucking degree, you idiot. Yeah. And then, um, although I will say, she did accidentally throw a trophy through a window. Accidentally. Yeah. Not even clearly on purpose. And he was like, you know what? I'm not sending you to LA. It's like, right, right. he was, he was hair he was on thin she was on such thin ice she went yeah. to jail for that i was so confused why you go to jail for accidentally breaking a window i don't I mean, understand yeah, how I don't, that's you a don't thing. it's college and jail. she's it's like, like you jail. you called my dad this dude's like 17 18 what the fuck is he gonna do of course he's calling your dad like <laughs> he did the right thing anna kendrick yeah otherwise um, you're spending a night in the drunk tank you think you're gonna survive there with joe latruglia yeah, and Turk. While you're while you're bringing that up, uh, also like that stupid Breakfast Club song, she used it to get him back, and that pissed me off so much because Hate they it. just showed yep. his face Hate of it. just being like, "All right, I'm done singing. My the trebles are done. It's her turn. I'm still mad at her though." And you see his stupid face just light up when she it's starts us. singing. She the, watched oh, the movie. She watched the movie. She's singing the "Don't You." Forget about me. And he's just and like... And he puts up his hand. I forgive you now. And then the woman behind him la, is like, could you put la, that la. down? I'm trying <laughs> to see. Can you put your fist down? I want to see them. No, but I was so pissed. I was like, why is it... That's it? That's yeah. all it takes? Is that she got a little yeah. emotional and sang about the movie you like? And now you're going back and you're like, yep. I'm not mad. I love her. She's the best. Yeah. And then it's like, never mind. I'm going to marry Anna Camp in real life. This whole time. Oh, yeah, he happened. did. Um, that he guy did married that. Anna yeah. Camp. They're married. What what a boring relationship. Um, what must it feel like to get into the acapella finals because the other team got disqualified? Like, that must be, like, yeah. what a fucking terrible thing. Um, because a very also, clearly 15-year-old boy was in one of the groups. So the thing that, going back to what you had said, um, like, about the whole, like, we're back in love because of the song, like... The quote in this movie that made me so angry because that's been in every like teen angst movie, which you push anyone away that could possibly care about you, mm-hmm. and it's just like, I'm sorry, is like, was it legally required for this to be in at least like a handful of movies from this time period to th- that time period? Because like literally, that's in so many movies, and then at yeah. the end, it comes back to something stupid like, oh, you did a grand gesture of playing a song, and we're in love again. That's yeah. what it took. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they are young and dumb, and that's the thing, right? They're supposed to. I mean, I remember yeah. being that young and dumb. Yeah. I made a mix CD for someone. I know how how stupid you can be when you're you idiot, you stupid yeah. person who put together a mix CD, and I bet you put on I saw the sign. Okay, <laughs> I, I made a mix CD it. where I put yep. audio that I recorded on my i. 
pod (laughs) onto the CD to be like, look, I'm sorry we broke up. I love you. Please. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I was such a. No, when he you were talking about when Lumpus you were talking <laughs> about the names that would be the worst for the acapella group, the first thing that popped in my head was my first screen name, and I'll admit this: I have tried on so many layers of dudes, and the worst one I think exists is the one where I, no joke, my first screen name I chose Mister Nice Guy, nineteen eighty-seven. No, <laughs> oh no, and you only sing Alice Cooper songs. So no. <laughs> that's exactly no. who I was. Mr. I nice Kai. decided from a very young age that if I was going to be a man or a boy or whatever, that I was going to make sure that I was going to be a nice one so I could blend in as much as fucking possible. I, yeah. I think that every guy has to go through that period of being yeah. i'm just a nice guy like we, we kind of all have I, I, actually i'll be honest every person kind of has to do it e- why everyone, doesn't anyone want to date me i'm the nice guy right yeah it's just it, it, i think it's a most people have to grow out of it and then become embarrassed of it yeah mm-hmm. but some people don't grow out of it and that that's a problem yeah. But it, that's when it becomes an entitlement incel type of thing. Well, it's because yeah. you're you're being a nice guy in order to earn something. It's transactional. It, it's gross. It's one, yeah. It's fucking gross. It's one of these things where the bar is set so low for men that, like, you want me to thank you for not being a piece of shit? Like, yeah. that's just what you're supposed yeah. to do, buddy. You don't get rewarded for being a good person. You Like, that's not, that's not how this works, pal. I'm not going to was... fuck you because you're a good guy. There was a John Mulaney quote from like a podcast one time where he was like, you know, I spent a long time uh, thinking that I was a good guy. For I, I, I spent so much time clinging to the thought that I was a good guy that one day I realized I wasn't a good guy. And that was a big day for me. Yeah. And I, I think yeah. a lot of people have to go through that day where they're just like oh my god i'm not a good person like i've been doing really shitty things i haven't said hello to anyone in a while like you're not the hero of your story yeah 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 like and there's no such thing you know Olivia Munn. you just described the biggest breakthrough i ever had uh when i realized i didn't need to be the hero of my own story i finally made space for actually finding who i was um, yeah, absolutely. Because if I didn't have to define myself as the stupid hero, then I could actually make space for what could exist beyond that. Precisely. Yeah, and then you joined improv, so that. And now look at you. You <laughs> look at you now. You support. Because baby, you're a firework. One, two, three, swag. <laughs> <laughs> That's the chant. That's not um, funny. I, I have like one or two more notes. Oh, yeah, go for I, it. I, I want, there's like one or two that I want to, there's one particular one I want to entertain for Jim. Uh, John Mayer fucking asked this guy to be on his album uh, with regards to why Adam Devine canceled his, like, left the band. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Yeah. The, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Given John Mayer's personality, yes, that makes sense. True. Um, He's see. such a nice guy. That John Mayer, such yeah. a nice guy. Yeah, such a nice guy with such a racist yes. penis. Such a racist dick. Um, a thing he really I, said out loud in a room full of air. We're going to talk about that yeah. off the episode because I don't want to spend way too long on that. But we're going to talk about that right afterwards. You folks are going to miss that combo. You got to pay $1,000. replay. That's an extra. The recap. Yeah. Um, give a, give us $1,000 at our Patreon uh, and then we'll become your friend. Go ahead, Katie. <laughs> um, 
I hate the high-waisted sailor pants that Becca is wearing. Very much in the last song thing. Um, I hate also hate that they that they let Rebel Wilson sing, but she doesn't sing. She sing talks. Nice. Um, she does. I do love an uplifting mashup. I really, I love, up, I love mashups. I really do. Um, yeah. I like that they acknowledge misogyny in the script itself at the end, but uh, the damage has already really been done. So what's the point? Yeah. Um, and here, I just, I don't like Anna Kendrick either. I don't know why. I just don't like it. I won't, and I can't. Um, and then this is the one that I wanted to save for Jim, because I know that you're going to like this. Why are the treble dudes in a hot tub together like that? <laughs> you know why I'm bringing it up. Oh, it's the Ooh. second time it's been brought up on the podcast, actually. Keep going. Uh, two dudes sitting in a hot tub, five oh. feet apart, because they're not gay. <laughs> Facts. I I really thought you were referencing that scene from Jersey Shore where they're where all the girls are inside and they're not talking to each other because they're being awkward and then it cuts to the guys on the outside and they're all like playing with a beach ball like yay yay <laughs> and then it cuts back. To I inside, wish that's what. And they're all just like playing with their hair. <laughs> I wish that's what I was referencing. No, I was just there's like eight dudes chilling in a hot tub because they're not gay. Yeah, they're bros. Yeah, they're all and they're all five feet apart, but they're very close to each other. <laughs> yeah. I, I do know, love I, that. I, it's it's that is a vine. Not gay means don't worry, we're not being that intimate because we're not allowing ourselves to be emotionally close. That would be ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why would you do that? That's gross. I will la, say though, if you were in a hot la. tub with somebody that is like just your friend, it it would be really weird if it was a really big hot tub and then you just sat like super close to each other. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. I Honestly, don't... I think it depends. Right. Right. I think that I think this is where gender actually comes into it. Right. I think it really does. Sure. Like, like it's not that uncommon. To, like, if you did besties, like, it'd be fine. If it was two girls just sitting next to each other, maybe, sure, we'd be, like, fucking lesbos. But more often than not, I'd be like, oh, they're just best friends. They actually, they're, yeah. that's what best friends do. They sit next to each other. They love each other. I would, I would really be like, yeah. Iconic would be like, why aren't you utilizing the more of the hot tub? Like, right. you're supposed to be relaxing, and no. part of relaxing is spreading out. Yeah, you sit on the other side. Yeah. You put both of your arms over on the hot tub. And you just be like, so what's up? How's your life? You put your butthole on a jet. You find everyone okay. gets their own jet for their butthole. We and shouldn't. Then, and then you jerk off real quick, and then the the product comes up and floats to the top because we all know that's how the product works. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, that's hot tubs are. made me gay. Hot tu- hot tubs are the reason why I'm queer. <laughs> yeah, because you sat uh, less than five feet apart from your friend. <laughs> yeah. The first time I ever got in a hot tub, I got in a hot tub. Four and a half feet from someone, and I was like, "Holy shit, something happened." Oh, well, shit, I was gay. I was actually just going to talk. Gay now. I don't think it makes me gay that I like the Jets, but yeah, I like the Jets. They're nice. What about the, the Jets, Sharks? The team, yeah. The team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went the you went the West Side Story. Yeah, I was going to do it, but I couldn't. Ugh. Katie and I were on the exact same page, just two different books. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I. Oh, Katie, I'm sorry. Was there another thing? No, I just wanted to end on the note. Oh, Jim that's... Didn't appreciate it. Jim didn't appreciate it enough, so it's fine. I, I did appreciate it so, until you said five feet apart. Jim, <laughs> something I know you'll appreciate. Uh, there was a callback to the previous franchise we just reviewed. Rocky was brought up in this fucking podcast. They actually wait, do. Wait, wait this movie. It? Sorry. Yeah. They, mentioned, they, they, they made oh, a quick shit. Rocky reference. Yeah. Go ahead, Jim. What were you going to say? Yeah, she says something like... Um, uh, you've got Rocky and popcorn or something like that. It was dumb, but I was just like, "Hey, they mentioned the movie. They mentioned the movie we just did. I mean, <laughs> they that, did the thing. If Didn't anyone they... had said Pitch Perfect in the movie, I would have been no. Like, they... they said the movie name because I love. I'm 
I'm the they did say fucking it. idiot in the movie. They said it like 20 minutes into the it. movie, Jim. They did say it. Every time I, John and I watch a movie and they like they say the titular line, we always go, roll credits. Because like... That's it. Shut the movie down. That's it. Shut it the fuck yeah, down. The done. You said it. We said it. Lion King, roll credits. <laughs> I am the Lion King too. In- roll credits. <laughs> I, am, I am Fast and Furious to Tokyo Drift. Roll credits. I am the land before time. <laughs> I like the, I like the idea that we're not coming up with clever lines. It's just people saying I am, and then the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, surely you, are you be- must be the son of God. That's, I don't know what that movie's from. You are Beauty and the Beast too. Roll credits. <laughs> wow, this sure is a Titanic. <laughs> hi my name is john wick roll credits oh no terminator 2 judgment day hey do you know what the weather's gonna look like today oh probably cloudy with a chance of meatballs roll credits hey look at those two people over there yeah they're really a lady and the tramp too roll credits yeah i do like the sequel version of Oh my god, Jason lives, Friday the 13th, part 6. I knew you were going to do that. I knew you would do it. Um, can, in, lieu of, in lieu of some of my, like, my, my final notes, can I just, can I, can you guys help me with my notes real fast? Yeah. Because we watched yeah. this movie, we watched this movie a week ago. Um, I don't care about the quotes. I don't need to know what that means. But why did I write down the words forbidden fruit? <laughs> Oh my god! Why did you? Um, can we can we Google it? Was it a quote in the movie? I don't know. I wrote down forbidden fruit. Was someone a forbidden fruit in the movie? I wrote down all nips, which I think was a comment on somebody. That was uh, baloney nipples. Yeah. Okay, baloney barb with her yeah. arms. Yeah, nipples? yeah, yeah. Okay, she they... had nipples that were like baloney, and yeah, I they think made... about that all the time when I look at my own nipples. Um, Do you have baloney nipples? No, not really, oh, but no. like I have slightly bigger th- nipples than average and someone okay. pointed it out to me and now every time I look at it I'm like, "Oh no, I'm like the girl for Pitch Perfect." Jim, there's nothing wrong with bologna nipples. There's nothing wrong with ham nipples. You have whatever deli meat nipples you want. Yeah. Oh, uh, but what about but what about the fact that I have pepperoni nipples and I'm saying that because they stick out uh, like the sticks of pepperoni. <laughs> Very pointy. Oh no. Uh, oh no. I think I have a. a I look there's like a. Um, I'm gonna after this. I'm gonna text you guys the most upsetting commercial. Actually, if you can find it, if anyone wants to find it, Google Mentos commercial and nipples, mm-hmm. and it's you're gonna be very upset. I already am. Thank you, for like the, yep, thank, thank you for the quote for the episode, Katie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, so we've just canceled, uh, aside from Jim, we've canceled I Hate Women, Jim O'Donnell 2021, Rotten Treasures. Yeah, Jim, why do you, no. coke, coke Jim, why do you hate women so much? Uh, they're not yeah, Jim, good why people. do you hate women? I, I, I didn't say <laughs> Don't lean things. into it. Don't lean into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, keep going. Shh, Kai, let, no. let him finish. <laughs> Let him ruin, let him bury your podcast. No, I can make Jim seem like Jesus the way I edit this podcast. He is going to be the nicest person because I edit. Yeah, and it's just me saying, I think women are good. <laughs> just patchworking being like, I think so women are good. It's just pulling it out of a, 
every every These context. fucking women are amazing. <laughs> I want to come in my hand and eat it. Hot tub. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That has nothing to do with what we were talking about. Jim, do you want to talk to us about something? Excuse me, doctor. <laughs> Can you prescribe me to eat ass? Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Roll credits. I also, I, I, realized as I, I realized as I said that, I changed tones in the middle of prescribe. So that means that you stitched together two At one point you said prescribe. Prescribe? <laughs> I wrote, at I'm, one point you said per and scribe in two different parts. Yeah. Um, I just want you to know that I googled uh, Forbidden Fruit Pitch Perfect just to see if it was a quote. Yeah. Uh, the first Google research is fanfic, taste the forbidden fruit, chapter one, pitch perfect. So <laughs> I think this is a pitch perfect fanfic. Yeah, give, it, give us at least the first page. Let's go. Page? Let's, it was... Let's give us the first uh, paragraph. Give us the first paragraph. Let's Just give me the first like three or four chapters. <laughs> After that riff off, Stacy can think of nothing else apart from him. The boy with the beautiful brown eyes. The boy who is distracting her from everything she needs to do. Something needs to be done. Stupid treble makers. Uh, so base. I mean, there's more to did this. Adam Devine, did Adam Devine write this? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, it had been some time since the riff-off. That urge, the ache, those dark eyes that had seemed to look straight through her. She grimaced, looking down at the paper she'd been attempting to write for an hour and counted the grand total of four words. Things couldn't go on like this. Something really had to be done. Running her hands through her hair, she shoved her chair back and looked out the window, watching the people sunning themselves on the grass, cursing everyone from her professor to Aubrey and those stupid brown eyes. She was never going to finish this paper. Fuck I know that grimacing stupid fucking is a real paper. thing. But in yeah. my mind, for a brief second, she turned into the Grimace from McDonald's. Mm, Funny, fun nice. fact: she actually is the Grimace from McDonald's. Is that this what is she's a, doing? this this fanfic goes real off the rails real fast. <laughs> this is a, this is a, a fanfic about <laughs> Adam Devine dating Grimace. Grimace from McDonald's, but also they're still in an acapella group. And Mayor McCheese officiates the wedding. <laughs> Mayor Mayor McCheese is basically he plays the role of uh, Howie, which opposite of Gail, aka Elizabeth Banks. Sweet. Oh, not Howie Mandel. Got it. Yeah. Mayor McCheese, as played by Howie Mandel. <laughs> and then he, and then he puts the he puts the uh, the rubber glove over the entire cheeseburger. <laughs> we don't need. We can save it for another podcast. But I grew up idolizing howie mandel as like the funniest person because he made my parents oh, Bobby's world my parents no my parents were in love with howie mandel as a comedian because he's a pretty used to be pretty raunchy um yeah yeah and i used to that's where i he got that comedian right that's where i got that stupid bit where it's like i was at a birthday party and then i had balloons and then we untied them like that's where i learned to do that stupid yeah. helium voice uh was because of him but aside from that he was just like you know, my parents used to watch him and George Carlin. They were just like into like yeah. uh, when people did, did, get a little dirtier. That's some boomer shit. Did you guys watch Bobby's World as a kid? But I did. I did see the him. Sh- he the cartoon yeah. made by him entirely. I did watch I, it. Yeah, I had a friend who watched Bobby's World, but that was about it. Well, he he actually brought that up. He got okay, so he got lucky because uh, so there's Bobby. Hey, how's it going, me? 
it's Bobby. Uh, I don't know why I added Mario on that. Hey, it's me, a Bobby. It's a Mario. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's uh, what is guys? What does Beaker sound like from the Muppet Babies? Whatever. And then what's Gizmo sound like? Gizmo. That's also Wait, is how- he the voice of Gizmo? He is. One voice. He always pointed to one voice, three fucking jobs. He got all those fucking jobs with some stupid ass fucking lightly tweaked. Like, who but cares? what about the mom from Bobby's World? What dude was he also the mom? Don't you know? Oh, don't you oh, know? I'm the mom from Bobby's uh, World. Bobby. Wait, was, was Bobby in the Midwest? Oh yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, his dad, Howie Mandel, wait. also played the father. Yeah, I'm wait, from wait. Fargo, but not Uncle Ted. But not Uncle Ted. Huh. Uncle Ted was the other character in the show. You know, he he was from the Midwest, also. But Bobby's mom was. Oh, don't you know I'm from the Midwest, Bobby? Yeah, and that's basically all the lines she said. What am I? Oh, I love yeah. in Fargo. There's a part where uh, they talk to these two prostitutes, and the two prostitutes mm-hmm. are played by the women that they use as an example for their uh, for the Fargo accent. Oh, really? So that's that. how those two girls actually speak, and that I was to that. teach people how to speak. That's perfect. Because that's I'll... their job, essentially. What an unattractive accent. I, don't, I didn't actually, so I didn't pick up anything while I was living in Minnesota other than the word fine, and I learned it from my job, because whenever the dogs are acting up, by the way, Katie and I work at the same doggy daycare. Uh, thank you for the job. <laughs> thank you for getting me the job, uh, by the way, Katie. Yeah, thanks for thanks for doing the job. Um, but whenever the dogs are acting up, I'm like, hey, you're fine. You're fine. Okay? You're f- it's fine. You're fine. All right? You're fine. <laughs> I love that. I learned uh, phonics from Irish nuns. So I always say that I have like a little bit of an Irish twang. Fine. Fine. Like, yeah, like once in a while, like once in a while, I'll say things like that. Usually like while comes out like, yeah, uh, with a little Irish brew. Well, yeah. Anthony. I, um, I don't have an accent. The only time I have an accent is when I'm angry. I have a reflective accent. So if I'm around other people from Philadelphia that have a Philadelphia accent and they're angry, I too become angry and from Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Yeah. yeah. We all um, pick shit up from people. I'm, I accidentally said love for a long time because I had one coworker that was from the UK. So, you know, we all do stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought I was like, yeah, we all say the word love. No, but I would be like, oh, hey, love, how are you? And Not I, me. I was like, who the fuck do I think I am that I could just hop on love like that? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. What's up, 2000, I, 2017, Kai, you idiot. I I mean, when I was in England, um, everyone, instead of saying, hi, how are you? Or like, they go, you all right? And I just like, every time they, I couldn't get used to it because I always thought they were like asking me. So like, if someone says, you all right to me, yeah. it usually means like something's wrong. You're not nothing. Well, are, you yeah. all, are you all right? You think you're English, It's just like. Yeah, or like, did something happen? What's going on? Right. Like, but in England, it's just standard. Like, you all right? Like, you all right? So the whole time, like, anytime anyone would ask me, I go, Yeah, I'm fine. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, and eventually, I came around to saying, You all right to everyone? And um, then I came back to America, and I was doing it, and everyone was just like, uh-huh. Yeah, everything's okay, Katie. It was really hard adjustment. I would say, Be safe. Going back to like New Hampshire and stuff. When I see my family, like, All right, see you later. Be safe. And they're like, Why? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are you saying that to me? Like, am I gonna die? And that's how I felt when I first moved to Philadelphia. The fir- like back in 2017, I was like, Why are you all telling me to be safe? Like, is there a fucking monster in the city you guys aren't telling me about roaming around? Like, 
what is oh my what god is, we we do say that don't right what is what is is there going to be a beast that comes out of the sewers and murder me like what is going to happen to me that you all keep telling me to be safe granted i was a lift driver so constantly people were saying that the end of yeah. saying goodbye yeah it's, i was like what funny. the fuck it's funny you say that because as soon as you said oh yeah after philly i used to say be safe all the time i was like idiot kai everyone says that and then you were like yeah no one else in the world says that. i was like oh fuck i i'm yeah. the idiot I'm the stupid man. No, I mean it's great. I said, I I say it when to customers, which is like mm. when people leave. I say, all right, take care, be safe, and I I think it's yeah. just like a nice thing to say around here. <laughs> for it scary. is. It is. Yeah. It is. It's a good sentiment. Like anytime, like you know, be safe, have a good one. Like take care, be safe. Yeah, I I say it. I say it all the time. Yeah, safety I, first. I, it is a uh, it is a thing for me. Uh, it's actually a little bit of a superstitious thing. Um, uh-huh. when people say be safe. I always say, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. And, but like, yeah. because of how I say it, if I don't say, don't tell me what to do, or the other one I always, I, if the closer I am, usually the uh, more vulgar it gets. So it's usually just like, uh, be safe. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> eat my dick. Um, but yeah. like, if I don't say that, I get very uncomfortable and I like yeah. actually get very stressed off, stressed off, stressed out, uh, walking home. Stressed in. <laughs> yeah. I, I stress by a lot when I, when I don't say it. Uh, stressed off just sounds like. I something. get real stressed on you. Yeah. It just, to me, stressed off just sounds like, uh, masturbation when you're angry. I got a stress <laughs> on. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. I got a real stress on today. <laughs> I got so anxious in this meeting with my boss that I had the biggest boner. <laughs> um so uh things i got uh 957 is a good radio station <laughs> um, <laughs> uh this one just says 2012 was a bad year for me oh god uh okay it, it was it, I, right? it honestly was a bad year for me <laughs> oh no i'm so sorry i love you jim uh <laughs> um a black man with a white sock is not a statement because that was something that one of them said the, what? there was like the sock puppet group and oh. Oh, I half do of them that. had white socks which I right. thought was and then yeah. some girl goes oh my god a black man with a white sock that's such a statement I was like what statement what's the statement he's saying what's the statement right. tell me what's tell the, me what is the statement that this man is saying is, is he saying that uh, white hands what, what are you saying I don't get it um that i what yeah well there's i can't even think of anything that would ring true and be like wow how provocative yeah um at one point they tell uh they say uh britney stowe says i can't sing above a g sharp anymore which g sharp uh, I... does that mean that she can only sing up to g sharp and in only one range if so she is not a good singer <laughs> i hate i hate the storyline of her becoming a baritone. I hate it. Because they also make her, they give her a fake voice and I fucking hate it. That's yeah. not how she sings. It's like, it's I, it's the same thing as like when they make dog, like they make dogs talk in movies and like not just give them like a mental voice, their, their lips move as well. It's that kind of thing. Like I hate it. It's, and then, I hate it. But then also even worse is they show her in the finale and she's still singing high parts. Yep. Like mm-hmm. she's still, it's like, that's the point of the last couple scenes. Like, fucking liars i'm angry that you both did it and are now not doing it yeah um and then also a thing that my girlfriend said 
uh, was, oh, he's doing sad magic. I felt like that was a funny <laughs> thing. <laughs> he is, dude, Benji, no. Oh, 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 at one point, at one point, Anna Kendrick says, said Jesse, and then I said, Jesse, like Heisenberg. And then my girlfriend didn't laugh. <laughs> oh, I get it. I would have got up. it. I would have got it. Hey, Mr. Oh, she, White. No, she she got it. She's just sick of it. Yo, Mr. White. <laughs> you ready to watch Pitch Perfect or what, Mr. White? Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Hey, hey, Mr. White. Look, hey, Mr. I, I got us two tickets to the 2015 to- uh, Acapella Champions. Yo, Mr. I White. I don't know why I started sounding like Stallone at the end. <laughs> We're going to sing this bitch. Am I right, Mr. White? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Mr. White's always... I'm not going to stop that. <laughs> Anyways, what else you got for us, Jim? I'll be Gus. Uh, I don't like... Uh, I don't like acapella rapping. Because it just yeah. feels yep. offensive to me. It's it's just too shitty. And every I always see people do it, and I'm always just like, yeah, you're saying the words fast, but like... Not well. this is acapella. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, oh, a problem I had with the movie was anytime anyone danced while singing, I hated mm-hmm. it with like their hand, yeah. and they're just like, yeah, I'm singing well. It's like, no, you would be wheezing. Up. You were doing a lot of physical exercise. Yeah, it's like <laughs> whoa, 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 and I'm like, Sh-. I, I, that was my version of. It was good. That was it. No, you Strictly bitch, you don't play around. Got game that and... Uh, oh, oh, here's my that last That and when they did... The, when they made uh, Cynthia do the B.O.B. Uh, part at the... Uh, like the... The B.O.B. I oh, know the B.O.B. song was the I got the magic yeah. in me. Yeah. And that like that that part when they do the, the rap part in that song, I did not like. Oh. Uh-oh. Well, hold on. Don't say anything. My AirPods died. I'm going to have to grab my other head. Actually, you guys say things. That's fine. Okay. I don't. We'll I'm going to get my things. We'll stay say things. Uh, go ahead, Jim. Here's my here's my last note. <laughs> I had a friend, I, or I used to live with someone who said Aka Awkward all the time, and I hate her. So She used to say what all the time? Aka Awkward. Oh, Aka Awkward? Yeah. I, I, I lived with her for like six months after this movie, and... I, she really pissed me off and also would start fights with me and my girlfriend at the time. And that made me mad. And is that why you don't like Pitch Perfect or 2012? Uh, honestly, yes. That is a big reason yeah. was they both really liked Pitch Perfect and I was so indifferent about it, but they made me watch it so many times and it made me furious. And then one time I used to clean... The kitchen every Tuesday, or yeah, I used to clean the kitchen every single Tuesday. And then one day, my ex girlfriend was like, Oh, wow, uh, roommate, thank you for cleaning the kitchen. And she was like, You're welcome. And I was like, Fuck you, I cleaned the kitchen. <laughs> and then she said, I love it. And then she was like, Oh, well, you know. And then nobody thanked me. Like, they thanked her. And she was just like, yeah, whatever. But when I when it comes up that I did it, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, well, eh, yeah. Wait, what's what's her name? Roommate. 
cool. I was just going to put Thomas the Tank Engine over it or something. Yeah, okay. Thomas the Tank Engine, that capitalist nightmare. Katie. Fred Church. Fred Church. <laughs> Katie, do you have anything you want to promote? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, right now, the last, like, year is... The last year since I kind of stopped doing improv and comedy has been a little difficult as far as comedy goes. So I've been, like, just doing, like, little uh zoom comedy things here and there um and once it's okay to be out in the world i'm gonna try to start doing more comedy and auditions but um right now the best things that i can promote uh i literally just last night started my own podcast uh with my friend dylan called the pos podcast and it stands for points of service but also um Piece of shit. Hell yeah. Uh, it's basically, we're just talking about the service industry. We both have extensive history in it. We're going to be talking about the inequities of the service industry, about the, you know, progression, the things like they're basically want to have people of all walks of life who have been in the service industry come on, talk to us. Like we're going to do a series about the pandemic, a series about just things that are happening like within it. And, um, you know, my friend Dylan and I, I've been in the service industry uh, both of us, since we were very young, we've watched a lot of things change. A lot of things uh, change for us. And there's this like reckoning in the service industry right now as a result of the pandemic. And just a lot of things have changed. And we kind of want to, you know, just talk about it, have various walks of life within the service industry come on and talk about it with us. Um, so it's, uh, we've only recorded one episode. We just put it out today. Um, it's very rough. It's just kind of like an intro episode. Uh, and then, you know, uh, you can go listen to it. We uh, are on Instagram at POS underscore POD. Um, I promise we're not a POD podcast yet, um, but we'll blur those lines. Um, oh, and yeah. then my personal Instagram and TikTok, all one word, don't stop being a silly girl. And yeah, and if you like dog grooming, I'm a dog grooming apprentice at a place called Groom and Board. Uh, there is a location in Philadelphia at 18th and Reed, and there's one right off Front Street in um, in Fishtown. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Groom and Board PHL. Uh, come bring your dog for a haircut, or or, or do for... like a walk-in nail clip, but only during the hours that a groomer's there. Yeah, don't show up when we're not there, you fuckers. Um, <laughs> please, come then... during so, uh, please come store see hours. us. Or if you want to board your dog for a weekend, or if you want to get your dog socialized at daycare, bring your dog, and we are cool. We're all cool people. It's a cool place to work. Everyone that works there. It, I, honestly, like, I left the service industry as a result of the pandemic, and I'm never going back, and I'm learning to dog groom, and, like, it's just good. Like, I don't I don't even know if I particularly, like, I'm in love with the work of dog grooming, because I'm not in love with any work, but, like... Working in a place with people that support you in management that like actually cares about you makes such a world of difference. And that's what I, I have at this place. And I'm very happy about it. Oh, hell yeah. No, I mean, I'll tell you this right now. Uh, I, I fucking love it there. I My boss, I had somebody show up 40 minutes late to pick up uh, one of the dogs, Katie. And mm-hmm. our boss just was on speaker with me. And went off on a fucking, do they know how important your fucking time is? Like, you're a person, you got things to do. And she just was having a day where she just decided that standing up for my needs as a human was so important. And she was like, and I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad at the situation. And you deserve better. And I was just like, I love this. It feels good to work in a place where people love and support you. And um, it, it is awesome to know that there isn't a single straight 
white cis male working at groom and board is there that feels really kind of cool to say. It, it is always nice as someone like it's weird i i, I the last two jobs i've had there's I, it's weird not being the only person who uses they them pronouns uh mm-hmm. so it is nice i do like that part uh just for the listeners to know if you do go bring your dog to this daycare i'm gonna take care of your fucking dog why would you not yeah. want to send your dog to a daycare where i get to take care of your dog i fucking love these dogs yeah. yeah, get get your dog watched by your favorite podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> and get your and get your dog's nails done and get your dog washed and groomed by the person that was on that podcast that one time. Where we talked about the first movie franchise that we just hated from start to finish. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing redeeming about this fucking movie. Let me groom your dog, you fucking fucks. Yeah. We fucking pamper your pooch, you absolute pieces of shit. I love you. Well, on that note, uh, folks. So we <laughs> we will be <laughs> we'll be back next week uh, for uh, a deep dive into Pitch Perfect Two. Uh, we're gonna be back with Andrew Marshall. So do come back, and uh, yeah, we'll keep we'll keep going down this tragic train wreck of a franchise. Pitch Perfect Two, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> pitch too pitch too perfect. It is too perfect. <laughs> How come no one laughed at that one? I love you, Jim. You're too perfect. All right. Bye, you everyone. You're perfect. You're the best. Thank you <laughs> Thanks. for having me. I love Finger you blast me under much. the bleachers after this. Oh, no. Do it. All right. Love you, Katie. Is that Bye. your sign off line? Yeah, it's I the sign off. We do that every time. <laughs> it's every no, it's... time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to. Don't finger blast me. And that's the sign do off it. line. <laughs> don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect. <laughs>